Hey guys, it's Saucy Rockets episode 14. I'm Mary. And I'm Leah. And we're going to talk about, hockey. I don't know, hockey I guess maybe? I don't know. We'll talk about yard work. <laughs> nice change of pace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what some of the players from our teams are probably doing yeah, right now. Yeah, we can now, talk so about golf be because uh, that's where our teams are and maybe that's where we'll be following them for the next couple months. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't, I don't love them. and I don't even love Gino enough to follow golf, honestly. Yeah, no offense to you golf fans out there, but no. it's just fucking boring to watch. So boring. It's so boring. I mean, maybe it would, it would be exciting to watch Tiger Woods win the Masters or something like that, like at the very end if you turn it on, or it might be fun to play, but I can't just sit there and I watch went, it. My dad tried to like golfing when I was a kid, and I went with him once because I'm like, oh, I'll spend time with my dad, and it was hot. And it was sweaty, and there were nine million bugs. And his solution to the bugs was to give me this stanky-ass golf towel that had been in his golf bag for God only knows how long. And then, like, towards the end, when he was sick of being bad at golf, he let me take a club, which is, you know, like, eight feet too tall for me, and try to, like, take a turn at whacking one. And I just knocked over, like, the golf bag instead with it. And that was basically my adventure in golfing. So he gave you toxic, noxious human fumes He did. He did. Yeah. It didn't work. I can understand why you don't like golf. Yeah, it was really awful. It's not great. Luckily for you, we're not talking about <laughs> golf anymore. Our brief tangent is over. All right, so do we want to get the playoff nonsense out of the way, or do we want to save that well, and build up to it? Well, I mean, I think that first of all, we should explain our long absence from podcasting. Yes. Yeah, so it's called having a life. And well, it's, it's not great. It's more specific than having a life. It is more specific. It's more like than... ha- like watching other people have yes, lives. Yes, that is very true. It is watching <laughs> other people's lives happen. <laughs> um, so, in general, we would like to tell anyone who's thinking of getting married, like, not to fucking get married during the playoffs. Right, don't do it. It's just, it's inconsiderate. Or just it's not great. Just all of hockey season. I mean, there's a good window. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe July through August? September. Yeah. Even... Summer weddings are nice. Yeah, summer we- I mean, come on. They're indoors. Yeah. So, yeah. So just just don't do it, okay? Yeah. So we we basically had like alternating back-to-back weeks of weddings in distant locations, which made recording a podcast a little bit complicated it actually. Did. And we have enough trouble when we're in person yeah. when we're together. We just can't do that. Yeah, I was just thinking, sitting here thinking we probably could have figured out how to do it remotely, but we're not that bright. No, it's just we are bright, Mary. We're very bright. I'm just okay, <laughs> I'm technologically <laughs> stupid. So yeah. but we are, we are very out. smart people. <laughs> The more we say it, the more true it's going to be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so blah, blah, long absence. Yeah. In the meantime, we left a super awesome interview up for everybody. So if you missed it somehow because we didn't tweet it enough at you, we interviewed the women of the Maryland Black Bears front office. Super, super awesome. We learned a lot, actually, about how to get into being like on the management end of a sports team, how to like help grow the game, even if you're not a big fan, um, gave us a lot of ideas that kind of turned snarky in our head, I think, actually, about advertising hockey and how to like make women, women's hockey better. Yes. I think during the interview, I was thinking, wow, this is a lot about marketing and not mm-hmm. very much about hockey. And I was kind of yeah. wishing that it would be more about hockey. But then at the end, I realized what do the professional sports leagues exist for anyways? They right. exist 
in the minds of the people who own them to generate profit. Right. And that's how you actually make things better for right. the players is you generate profit so they can have more things. They right. can be paid better, um, especially at, like on the women's side of sports. So it's all about marketing and it's all about getting the assets in those seats. Well, if you think about it, I mean, we're obviously hockey fans, right? We play hockey, we watch hockey, we like hockey, we talk about hockey all the time. Um, but, you know, we've got a couple teams now that we're just getting interested in, mainly because of their social media and their marketing. Because they were, like, fun and engaging with us. And so we're like, okay, sure, we'll watch your team and give your team, you know, ad clicks and eyeballs on TVs instead of these other teams. So, I mean, even for us, who like the sport itself, marketing worked and, like, it's all dragged about us in. It is all about marketing. The other interesting takeaway is that they said that you shouldn't let not having an encyclopedic knowledge of right. sports or the sport that you want to cover or be involved with prevent you from moving forward. And I think a lot of women have more issues with this yes. because women feel like they face so many other potential obstacles that they're less likely to put stick their neck out right. there because they know the knives are going to be out right. faster. So I, this is something that I actually did my grad student thesis on. So something that so I... you're smart! I am! Smart. I am smart in some areas. So this is something that I spent a lot of time researching. I'm trying to phrase this as respectfully as possible without going into like angry, you know, man-hating cliche, whatever, but... Um, typically speaking, Mary's we, an angry man hater. It's I okay, mean, obviously. Um, typically speaking, <laughs> except she likes to watch hockey. Except I NHL like to watch hockey. men hockey. Yeah, you, um, so, yeah. research shows though that like men typically, when they're applying for jobs, they apply for basically any job they think looks interesting, and their their logic is, oh, if I don't know something, I'll learn it on the job. Whereas women think, oh, I have to already be perfect at exactly everything in that job announcement before I'll apply for it, because otherwise, like I'm just you know reaching above my station I'm trying to like go beyond what I my big capabilities are and that's why like women don't get promotions so they don't go out for promotions so you know be find your inner mediocre overconfident dude and just <laughs> fucking go for it ladies well, I feel like that's what we did with our podcast we're it like 100% yeah. what we did we're like oh let's do yeah, a podcast yeah, let's do a we podcast. recorded some episodes we're like how do you post a podcast phone. yeah you and, figure it out as you go and, and you know what We've got, we've got 400 followers. Look where we are now. We're in the big leagues. I know we are. We're amazing. <laughs> um, so <laughs> anyhow, um, that was the Black Bears interview. Yeah, so go back and listen to it if you haven't. It's on our Buzzsprout page. It is on our Apple iTunes, iPodcast, whatever feed. So go listen to it. It's good stuff. I think that even though the playoffs are happening right now, we should open our hockey discussion with women's worlds. Get our get our stress out early. Yes. So okay. it's been a while. I mean, we were sidetracked with other people getting married. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were sidetracked with that, so we didn't get to talk about women's worlds. So I think everyone knows what's ha- what happened, and we don't have to really right. go into it in that much detail. But we do have some interesting information because... Uh, one of my coworkers actually was there in person, and it was kind of funny because she was going on this vacation to Finland, and I said, hey, you're not by any chance going to be able to watch in the Women's World Tournament while you're over there, thinking that like she would be like, oh, I don't, you know. And she was like, as a matter of fact, that's exactly why I'm going there. <laughs> so she actually took off two weeks from work to go that's amazing. to the tournament, and I was thinking, oh, well, that's that's pretty cool, you know, and I wanted to talk to her about her experiences once she returned and so I got to do that and 
we have some interesting information that you might not have seen if you watched the broadcast or read the media coverage. See, we're all cool thinking we took off time from work to travel across the country to go to the All-Star Game. And you've got people taking off weeks and weeks to go to Finland for women's hockey. Yeah, totally. We're totally not cool. We've been shown up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and shamed. And shamed. Yeah, we have been we're, shamed. Yeah, we're shamed. We're, we're ashamed. shamed. We are ashamed. We're ashamed of we ourselves. Need to, we need to try harder. We need to, you know how there's dog shaming on <laughs> social media? <laughs> we should hang, we should get make a sign and hang it around our neck and be like, went to all-star game. <laughs> we and should. thought it was cool. <laughs> be our next project yeah. self <laughs> self hockey shaming there we go i'll be i'll be like uh i don't know I'm, I'm trying to think of other things i can be ashamed about with respect to my hockey play liking, there's a lot liking brad marchand <laughs> i can't like him anymore he's problematic whatever i know but um one of the actually actually after talking to her um i now know how significant it was that she was over there because i asked whether or not there were a lot of u.s fans in Finland, and she said that pretty much she was the only person. She and her friend, who's not a hockey fan, who who she dragged along to Finland on the false pretense that they would be going on the vacation. <laughs> Surprise! It's a vacation to an ice rink for yeah. two weeks. She was like, "I don't know. I didn't know how much hockey I'd be able to watch and how much my friend would tolerate." But it turns out her friend was a good sport, and she got to Aww, see man. mostly everything. But um, the funny one, funny thing she said is that. She was wearing her jersey, and she was pretty much the only U.S. fan right. in the stands. And so um, the other U.S. people, they were all related to the players, or they were <laughs> friends with the players, or they had some connection. Right. So they asked her, which one is yours? <laughs> so she had to be the creepy, Aww. unconnected person How who had just traveled kind of like creepy, over too. There. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they thought it was creepy, but they were I mean, like... I would feel the same way. They were like, wow, you came all the way over here for this kind of thing? <laughs> like, hey, I like it. Yeah. So, Aww. But she, she said that she actually saw a lot of the players because they were kind of in close quarters. Right. She got um, some autographs and things That's like awesome. that. So that was cool. And she met Alex Rigsby's mom. Very cool. Who she said was very friendly and said, hey, you should come hang out. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so she was kind of standing around with them. And then she said she got the vibe that people were like, who are you? And what are you doing here? So she kind of melted into the into the woodwork. Um, but another another funny conversation that we had before she went over there was we were talking with our male coworker. And he, he said, okay, so who, is there anyone you think who could really upset the U.S. or Canada? And we're kind of like, probably not, but, you know, if, if we had to say any team, right. it would be Finland. So hey. I, it's not really a hard or insightful. I mean, you uh, kind of, sort of. You, I, you, I mean, I it's pretty obvious. Really get, like, I yeah. think for anyone who follows the international right. play, like, everyone knows. I was trying like, to see if you could Finland get, if you could get like credit for predicting what happened. No, I but don't I don't think, think so. you no, can. No, nobody could predict that. Yeah. But actually, before we get into that, um, <laughs> <laughs> other interesting things that you might not have known just from the news coverage. So she said that Finland did an amazing job. She was in Helsinki, I guess, which is kind of close to Espo. I don't know my Finnish geography, but she said Med- that... Educated in American schools. We don't know anything about foreign geography. I know. It's really sad. It's really bad. Well, once I was running and I ran by the Canadian embassy and I was talking to this security guard <laughs> and he... As he, you do, obviously. Yeah. And so hockey came up and whatever. And then he also mentioned that uh, he's like, well, we learn about your history, but you don't learn about ours, which is true. 
Okay, so. to be fair, we don't actually learn about our actual real history either. No. We learned fake, imaginary, whitewashed, made-up history. I know, but we have, like, filler U.S. history, and there's, like, no comparable filler Canadian <laughs> that history. That is very true. So it's like, that is true. It, it, yeah, if you're looking at, like, quantity, not quality. Right. I got I got a special history class about the history of the fur trappers in Washington State when I lived there. That's great. Yeah. I hope that enriched your life. It totally did. It, like, so helped in, in every aspect of everything i'm sure you've used that knowledge a lot yeah totally on a, on a daily basis <laughs> maybe it's put you off a of fur and if so that's maybe a good it thing. has put me off a of fur but i was about to make a really <laughs> dirty beaver joke but i'm refraining you're all welcome <laughs> well <laughs> anyway back to hockey <laughs> so yeah so anyway she said that they did an amazing job promoting the tournament Everyone uniformly, all the locals, she said, were super excited about it. That's awesome. And she said that there were posters all over the place, and you couldn't really go anywhere without knowing that the tournament was happening. And she had been to the previous tournament in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and she said there was virtually nothing, and you wouldn't know that it was happening. Yeah, I believe it. It's just amazing to me that the U.S. is supposed to be this women's hockey powerhouse, and it doesn't promote the players. Like right. she said, that there are like posters with players' faces on them and their names and things like That's, that. And I don't, I don't think I've ever seen one thing like that ever, never. ever. I never have in here in ever. the U.S. Like so, I don't think we even did like at the the All Star Game when there was a big focus on the women's teams and the women's players, and they were actually they had them there to speak to people and to participate. Like there wasn't any of that. I, it's it's just insane. It's baffling. And then one other really interesting thing that I was not aware of. So on the day of the gold medal game, it was clearly at night in Finland. That was their election night. And even with it being election night, half the country really tuned in to watch the game. Wow. So, I mean, I thought that it was amazing enough that so many people right. or such a high percentage of the population actually watched the game. But to have their attention on election night right. that's insane how i mean i don't even know how you would re- replicate something like right. that right wow um but i thought that was amazing um and then um the other thing she had mentioned was that the merchandise for the tournament was way better than the merchandise like for the rivalry series or just in general with respect to merchandise you can get from USA hockey promoting our women's national team um she said that if you compared what was available there to what's available stateside, there right. was, like, no comparison. She she said she has pictures of it, and she'll show me the merch yeah. selection when she's in town the next time. Hmm. So I think that will will be interesting to compare. And, I mean, in her words, she was like, USA Hockey, please take my money. I want to spend my money. Thank but you. I can't. I can't. Yeah, there's, there's nothing, nothing for me to buy. There's nothing. Um, so I guess that th- those are some interesting, I guess, Background tidbits, tidbits some about scoops. Some scoops. Leah's Leah's bringing out more scoops. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm turning into like, or is this? Wait, does this mean we're real? Probably. Are not. we real? I don't think. I so. feel like it's another tally to us being real. If you're scooping stuff, I mean, it's not that's like legit, a, right? Like, I don't know if it's a scoop. I think it's a scoop, but I feel like it is. Um, no one else has tweeted about it, so yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that means it's our exclusive. It's story our exclusive story about things that happened. Like, just make a sure month your ago. coworker doesn't get a Twitter and tweet about it herself. So that we'll have her on guest at some point. There we go. So, um, so then that that brings us to the gold medal game, where she actually she was actually there, and so it was wow. really interesting to hear from someone who was actually in the building when all right. this was going on. And she said it was really. <laughs> she said she wanted to melt away. Oh because yeah. 
like she said before, only she was the only right. U.S. fan, and she had like a little flag that she had been waving, and she like kind of stopped waving it. But um, she she said that there was about, and I I guess like I realized this from watching the broadcast. But you know, when you're watching a broadcast, you can kind of do other things while you're waiting. Yeah. yeah. But um, she said like time wise, like there was that the call, and everyone who watches women's worlds, like we don't need to go into it, but there was a call that um, took away Finland's what would have been Finland's game-winning mm-hmm. goal in overtime. And um, upon review, it was revoked due to goalie interference, which was highly questionable. I think most right. people who watch hockey would not have called it. Yes, and there was no explanation ever given. But she said that like, from the time the goal was scored to the time that play restarted, it was about 12 minutes. And oh my she said God. it was incredibly awkward to be sitting there. That's a that, really long time. Right, yeah, just, just to kind of sit there not knowing And to not happening. get any explanation after right. all of that. because when you're watching the broadcast, you can hear the announcers and they're kind of speculating as to what right. happens. And, and there's some type of filler that's happening. Oh, yeah, always. Whereas if you're there, you're just kind of like amongst a bunch of confused people and you're watching the players like throw all of their helmets and gloves off in celebration oh. and then like potentially have to go pick you know have to right. they ended up having to go pick everything back up and put it on so she said that was really awkward and then the other interesting thing she said is that they they did not play a replay of the revoked goal in the jumbotron which would have been the normal course right of things you know, like for any other right any for any other NHL goal. game, but, obviously, like you play the replay. Well, I think you get even the even within that tournament, um, it, she had gone to a bunch of the games, wow. and so she thought it was highly unusual that yeah. the the replay wasn't on the jumbotron, whereas other plays would have been. Right. And that was significant. That was really yeah. really significant. Because even when I was at the rivalry series, remember when I was talking about how yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the goals, the U.S. goals, got called back for goalie interference? They show the oh, whole thing. Oh, that's sequence. right. You could see the whole yeah, thing happen, and then you change like, your mind. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, oh, right, you're right. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, Never mind. She, she kicked the shit out of the goalie. <laughs> I, I get it. No no USA goal, you know? But they didn't They didn't replay it, and that wow. is super shady. So um, I thought that was really, really interesting. But she said that the... She said that the people um, who were there, the spectators, um, who were, I think, mostly Finnish, yeah. she said that um, it was, like, throughout the entire game, she said it was electric, and it was, like, you probably couldn't have told from watching the broadcast, you wouldn't have known how loud it was. Right. She said, she said it was the equivalent of being in Capital One Arena with everyone, That's like, amazing. on their feet. That's amazing. Like, just cheering wildly. That's amazing um, and also really shitty that it ended the way it did Oh, yeah. But she, she that. said that they were very gracious. The fans were gracious, and there were some people who were upset and, and booed, and there were some, a few people like who booed when the American team got their medals and when the yeah. officials got their medals. But she said, in general, like right. they were they were unfailingly gracious. Oh. Yeah, she said that one guy like shook his fist at her, but he was like doing it in a joking manner. Oh, but, yeah. But she said it was really, really... Ooh awkward and when you accidentally like turn your jersey inside out and you're like yeah it's blue just like it's just like finland sorry it's not a jersey at all (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i don't know who this is i don't i'm not american it's fine on the ground yeah (laughs) oh oh, man so that is our um scoop on uh women's worlds poor finland I know. Finland was robbed. Yes. And and also like just just to like explain how bad the call was. So it, it was um a revoked goal in um 
in sudden death overtime, which would have ended the game, mm-hmm. and Finland would have had a major. It would have been a. I wouldn't. I don't want to be condescending to Finland and say it would have been a Cinderella story, but it would have been amazing for them. Oh to yeah, win to their win championship. in Finland. Yeah, on home ice when no one would have expected it because it's always been always the story is always is it going to be U.S. or Canada? Yeah, and there's actually never been a final in the women's world championship that yeah. hasn't so had it's a massive U.S. Big and Canada. Deal. So it was a really big deal. Yeah. Um, and so. So we just want to put that out there so that all of you NHL fans mm-hmm. who are whining about calls in the playoffs yeah. can have perspective. Imagine Get the fuck over yeah, it. Yeah, imagine like game seven of the Stanley Cup final where you've had seven games. Where you've had seven games. Seven games to try to sort your shit out. Yeah. Or or maybe four for some teams. Mary. Four for some teams. I was going to think of the, <laughs> of the Knights, thank you, and their game seven and their three-goal lead. And their one bad power play that they completely fucked up at the end of the third. But, you know, whatever, oh, fine. No, you can no, rub no, salt no. in my wounds. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, you know, that is that is what I would like to, like, throw in their faces and be like, you know, I mean, you at least had a chance to mitigate some of the damage. But here, the game would have just been over. It would have been done with. It would have been like, done. That's the end. Yeah, yeah. like, you can't yeah. even be like, oh, the finished team could have still won, which yeah. I suppose they still could have, but the game still would have been fucking over. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yes. Um, hard yikes. Yes, very, very hard yikes. <laughs> um, yikes hard lemonade. Yeah, I, mean, I guess, yeah, oh my god, I love that. Yikes hard lemonade. <laughs> did you make that up yourself? I think I just did. I'm going to pretend that I did, so nobody yeah. tell me otherwise, because I feel smart now. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've already established because okay. of your amazing work in grad school. My amazing, snooty, angry thesis. That's fine. Yeah, that's all right. Got the job done. Um... I mean, we could we could talk about the blown call or potentially blown call, but I don't know. I feel like it's been. I mean, it's feel like it's been forever. It's been discussed. I mean, honestly, like I, I'm kind of over it at this point. I'm so removed from the playoffs. Yeah, right I now. was really, really into it. I, I got, I became obsessed with it. I was like, oh, he was like on the ball. She was on fire. I wasn't on fire. I mean, I was. I think that most people like disagree with me, but I was still. I felt very passionately about it, just because, you know, I'm like, I saw what I saw. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. It happened. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So, more women's hockey or playoffs? Um, or we wanna be, do we, we want to be sad and resigned, or do we want to kind of get angry? I think that we should just talk about the playoffs right now. And then we All can, right. We can we ramp can, um, ourselves back up. It could be – it's like a shit sandwich. It is like a shit sandwich. I like it. We yeah. start with anger, and we end with anger. And then there's shit in the middle. Shit in the middle. All right. That we're still angry about. But we it's like a different – it's, it's like a different, different anger. It's a tired kind of angry, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the playoffs, I mean, we don't need to be labor. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's like the first round is elapsed and thanks to fucking weddings and people being in fucking love, we were, <laughs> I know. Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. But yeah, we're, we're late. So feelings. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I guess we could talk about our teams and the, <laughs> the fates that have befallen them. I just, ugh. I'm tired. Should I, should I go first? You want to go, go first? first? Okay, I'll go first. I like Mary and I have had a lot of time to reflect. Yes. And one thing that I thought we should do is have a pithy phrase that describes the playoff or, or our team's playoff mm-hmm. series. So I'm the Caps fan. So my <laughs> pithy phrase is done in by an insurance adjuster. <laughs> 
And by insurance adjuster, I'm talking about Warren fucking Fowle. Yeah, like that name. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, he has an insurance adjuster name. I'm sorry, like Warren. I mean, do you if, feel like his parents were hoping he'd become an investment banker? I don't know. Is I mean, a I Warren Buffett namesake. It's not. It's not the last name. It's the first name. So Warren. if it, if he would have been like Zach Fogel or Matt Fogel, yeah, whatever. Totally, that's like, a good hockey name. Yeah, that's I mean, a normal hockey yeah, name. But, but like Warren Fogel and like. Like, what What were you destining him for? I don't understand. I know. And so, I think that made it more offensive to me that he scored so many <laughs> goals. I was like, who the fuck is this? And like, why Where did he even come from? I know. I was like, why doesn't he have a real Why aren't you doing name? your taxes? Yeah. Why, why don't you have a real hockey name like Greg <laughs> McKaig? <laughs> Teddy Bluger. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what's wrong with you, Warren Fogel? Warren. Um, so, not only did he score a lot of goals, but he also um, injured TJ Oshie. Um, super injured yeah, TJ Yeah, he's super Oshie. fucking injured TJ Oshie. Yeah. So I feel like, in like given his prolific scoring, <laughs> very unexpected prolific scoring, I guess. I mean, maybe to me, maybe not to Kings fans. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's and then, true. And then his injury of um, TJ Oshie, I feel like he he was like a big factor in doing us in. Although he's, we he's kinda, dead to Leah yeah. now. I mean, I don't know that he was ever alive to me, but... Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyways, the Caps eliminated. They are game seven. They made overtime. it to game seven. So I mean, that's something, right? Um, not really. I feel like it's kind of nothing. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, I mean, they're still out. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like I've I took that's it. such like hardcore soccer mom or like hockey mom right there. Like it doesn't matter how hard you tried, you didn't win. So. Whatever. Mary, winning isn't everything. It's the <laughs> only thing. <laughs> Guys, like, the, the look in her eyes right now. She almost went a little murder face yeah, on I me. Yeah, had, I had the crazy eyes going mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, so I've had time to make my peace with it. And I feel okay. I mean, I think winning in the cup last year helped. I was about to say, yeah. Because, because you don't have the, like, what, is this ever going to happen? Like, I, I was watching um, Steve Dangle's sad video after oh, the Leafs elimination. Steve. And he was like, maybe, maybe in my lifetime, I'm sure I'll have a lot of gray hair. I mean, maybe it'll be next year, but maybe it will be like, when I'm really old, I don't know. Oh. And so, at least, at least I got to experience for a year right. my team right. being the Stanley Cup championship. True. And so I feel like you can't be too greedy. That's very optimistic. You, you can't be greedy. And, I mean, only one team can win every right. year. And, you know, back-to-back wins, like, are unusual. Are they're, so, they're very hard. Yes, I'll, I, will, I will give you that, Mary. <laughs> um, so I, I don't feel that bad. And then the other thing was that, you know, they just didn't, they didn't play well enough to make yeah, you know, I mean, I think the a lot of the Penguin series in past years where they got eliminated were a lot more heartbreaking because I they they played really hard. Right, and they were, you know, it could have gone either way. And here, I kind of feel like they didn't bring their best for most of. Do you think part of the reason the it doesn't hurt so much is because there isn't that big built up rivalry with the Canes like there is with the Penguins? Um, you know, I don't think so. I think it's just more, I'm, I've, I've become a really stoic, I think, over the mm-hmm. years where I, I'm like so used to them. Suck- I was so used to them sucking yeah. for such a long time that like even them being like contenders in like the past decade has been like pretty cool. Right. So I don't know. I kind of, I, I feel less, you know, yeah, less angst about it, I suppose. Well, that's good. Um, but also, I just knew they didn't have it this year. Like, you know, they, the, 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 all of the wins were close. One was in overtime. Right. Like, another, they were, they just kind of hung on to, the game two, they just kind of hung on to the lead. 
Um, then they got, like, they had 17 shots on goal in an entire game in game right. three. Game four wasn't, like, the best. Game five was th- their best performance. And then, right. like, game six and seven, I'm just kind of like, you're if you're going to play like that, you're not you're not right. going to go far. You're not going to do. You're not going to play well against the Islanders. Right. And like they're yeah. really strong they're defensively like on fire and, right now. Yeah, or they were. <laughs> were <laughs> they might have been? Um, they blew their wad on the yeah. Penguins. All right. Yeah. So I think, I think maybe. So, anyways, Yikes. I I just I was like, yeah, you know, even if they and and this is kind of the honest part of me coming out. I'm like, even if they beat the Canes in the first round, they're they're right. not gonna. They're probably gonna lose to the Islanders in the second round. Right. So like. Might as well. At least they didn't lose to Trots. So you don't have that. That wouldn't have bothered me too much, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and then, I don't know. So I kind of feel like let down. I I had so many oh, more feelings hockey. when it was closer to the events right. happening. Like Mary and I got into a really big shouting match at the rink about like Alex Ovechkin's <laughs> fight. I'm like, he was, I'm like, yes, it was a shitty damn fight. fight. It was a shitty damn fight. It's the first fight he's actually accepted in a fucking oh decade. It was a child. Mary has fifty like, pounds lighter she's than him. Like read too many like tweets. Nope, nope she's it's true. I'm just read, saying. He, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think that anyone deserves to get their face punched in, but I, but, like, if you watch the video, he's, like, cross-checking him and doing all the stuff. please, whatever, cross-checking. No, but he was, like, he was doing all kinds of shit, and if you, like, if you provoke, like, someone who's high-strung during the playoffs. you're the captain of the team. If someone was doing that minor league shit to Sidney Crosby, and he turned around and gave him a concussion and knocked his ass on the ice with one punch, do you think people would have been, like, yeah, good job, Sid, that's it? I think people might have. No, people would have been, like, he's the captain, he needs to set a better example really because no when Malcolm when Gino does shit like that you get nothing but how dangerous but, and violent and horrible but he, just he does is but stupid stuff like try and hit people in the head with a stick and miss and like get suspended for a game he gets suspended for not hitting like, somebody yeah go big or go home Gino come on <laughs> he probably got suspended because they were like disgusted that he couldn't make contact he got suspended. Let's be honest. He got suspended because he talked and said <laughs> shit in the interview. If he had kept his fucking mouth I shut. I know, I know. If he had kept his mouth shut I and know. said nothing, it wouldn't it, it would have blown over. It does baffle me that you can get suspended for that, but you can like literally intentionally punch someone in the face. And then like, it's three fine. Times yeah. And be like, well, it was a You fight. can literally it's like, fine. yeah. Like you can, did, you did, Fogel, Fogel didn't get anything for Fogel injury. Fogel nothing. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, so you can break someone's collarbone on purpose with yeah. a cross-check into the boards, allegedly. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's fine. Well, I guess that was more of a judgment call, I guess, but I think it was so... What it wasn't, it was a playoffs call? Yeah. Which is that they, they don't make them. But it was so... It was such a dangerous play, so I don't think that he intended to cause serious injury. Right, no, but it was, just, it was just stupid. But it was reckless. It was, it was really reckless to, to do that when that he was in that position. Board. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I think it's... I, I think that... Like, people shouldn't only be suspended for intentionally trying to injure people. I think that if they're reckless, they should also face some type right. of consequence. Well, see, then you get into the slippery slope where are you, are you, and this is kind of what happened with the Sharks and the Knights call, right? Is that are you calling things and issuing penalties based on the outcome, which is also bad. Yeah, but with high sticking, it that does play into it because if you right. if you cause someone to bleed then you get the five minute major instead right. of the two minute so my, my concern isn't necessarily like oh if someone's bleeding yes you're obviously going to get a penalty from that just like i always worry that if that starts happening then someone's going to say like oh you didn't start bleeding so that really heinous like horrible slew foot whatever right. shouldn't be something or oh it was a horrible awful 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 hit but your head didn't fall off luckily somehow so yeah it's fine yep i don't Slippery know slope. who knows who knows? Who knows, Mary? The refs sure as fuck don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, I guess, like, if, bringing it back to the Sharks <laughs> and the Knights, 
you know, it was probably the wrong call because, like, Egan really didn't do anything right. that bad. Like, it was just kind of a minor, a minor, a very I mean, minor standard all the time. check that happened. It yeah. happens all the time in face-offs. Um, but, but I, like, I think for me it was just, like, Stasny and it's up for interpretation whether or not he yeah. really just, like, drilled the guy into the ice or whether or not he was just skating to the point right. like he was supposed to. And he just wasn't um, there. But it just looked really bad. So. It, lo- it did look really bad. It and, looked And I'm horrible. not talking about the blood coming from the helmet. I'm talking about... Like when he actually made contact, right? It looked like he just shoved him into the ice when yeah. when he was could already see, on his way down. Yeah, when he could see that he, he's like he he just like gave him a little bit yeah. more momentum. So. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows? It was great. Yeah, but anyways, the caps. <laughs> they're the, the caps, caps are like they're like Joe Pavelski. They got drilled into the ice. Aww. Um, and then I would also I would also like to bring this back to something that we had talked about earlier, which is the White House curse. It is the White House curse? So Mary and I had been debating as to whether or not Karma was in fact a rainbow bitch. She and, is, and whether or not the caps would really be punished for going to the White House. And I think that this establishes yeah. that they were because. It's like not only not only did you get eliminated, but you got eliminated by a wild card in double overtime in, in the game first round. seven in the first round on home ice, and I feel like it doesn't get much worse for your it fans. It doesn't. It's it's bad. It's yeah. bad. It's like it's like uh yeah it's 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 bad. It could have been worse if they if they didn't make the playoffs, like the very very last game of the season, and they didn't make playoffs. That might have been. I feel worse. like this. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Maybe this time way you had like the hope. You had the hope that you might repeat, and then not so much. Nope. Yeah. Dashed. Dashed. Dashed uh, on the ice. Well, and speaking of um, other other teams who are cursed, <laughs> I think that it might be a good idea to switch to the Penguins. Although, yeah. I, would, I would like to point out, though, that we had been talking about the White House curse as something that would, like, transfer. That would transfer. Right. right. But we were stupid. No, we didn't no. think that it yeah, was just communicable. Think. Yeah, it's like... It's just multiplying. Yeah, it's like herpes. It is herpes. It's, it's not like, like you, you get it. It's not like that bad movie. <laughs> It's not like The Ring, right? Where right. if you watch the horror movie and you like you don't make someone else watch it, then you're going to die. But if you pass it along to somebody else, then you're safe. It doesn't work like that. It's basically like you get the White House warts and then you have them forever. It's true. Yeah. Very so terrible. and yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not like it's not like you you get rid of your herpes by transferring it to someone right. else. Right. You just pass all your herpes <laughs> warts to somebody else yeah, and then you're like, free. Ah, yeah. yeah. No. No, that's not that's not how that goes. Down. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a health PSA for people who are being careless. <laughs> Don't sprinkle your warts; it's yeah. not going to solve anything. <laughs> so yeah, um, I was surprisingly not. I don't know if I'd say upset. I was upset. I mean, obviously, I was hoping for better than this, but I was not as messed up this year as I was last year when the Penguins got knocked out because Mary was really last year was bad I would have I think I would have had to like check on you and make sure that you hadn't like eaten like six tubs of ice cream and like gotten yourself fired from your job last year was really bad (laughs) part of last year is that we watched the last game of the season at the rink (laughs) in a room full of fucking Caps fans who were all very very smug and I'm sitting there and like my one emotion decided to like wake up and like have a feeling at me and it was it was just ugly yeah it was bad like Mary was kind of sitting in the corner kind of weeping yeah it was awful like a petulant child and not wanting people to talk to her well because I'm trying not to like I'm trying to stop weeping like a petulant child I don't want anyone to engage with me trying to be invisible Leah. Yeah, well, let me be invisible. It didn't work because it like, did not work. People like saw you. Like I saw you, and I still remember. And now I'm memorializing it for all of. <laughs> She's bringing it yeah, up. I'm bringing it anytime up anytime she possibly yeah. can. So anyway, um, 
Last year, penguins were out, fine, White House curse, whatever. This year, um, I honestly, I think the whole season I've kind of been expecting this. I think if they made it to the playoffs, it would have been a minor miracle, and they did barely make it to the playoffs. Like, it was literally the last game of the regular season. They secured I, their playoffs. I was even taunting you. Like during you the were, podcast. yeah. Like if they clinch, Mary, they yeah, still yeah, and you know they almost <laughs> they almost fucking didn't. And basically, you know, Sid like picked up that whole ass team on his back and like carried them there somehow. Um, then he just ran out of steam because he broke his fucking back carrying the whole team. <laughs> he had nothing yeah. left. Well, interestingly, like I feel like the the hockey goddesses did not have the Caps and Pens play in the first round because then like one of them would have gotten to advance and that would not that be is keeping true. with that the is curse. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. I like this. Yeah, so, so they made the playoffs, which is honestly like halfway through the season. That's what I was hoping for. Just make the fucking playoffs. That way, Gino streak stays he's always been in the playoffs since he's been in the nhl you know they've got the longest active streak of being in the playoffs for a team so they hit 13 seasons which is great um i was not thinking they would be swept um i was hoping like so they're really fucking dramatic right like they can never do anything the easy way they have to like go down a million goals before they win and they're all very excited so they're they're always fucking dramatic and i hate it so i part of me was thinking okay this is just these assholes being dramatic again. Like, their regular season's going to suck. They'll get to the playoffs, and then suddenly they'll all, like, wake up and suddenly be a cohesive team, and they'll play really well and get the cup again. Now that their warts are transferred. Right. Now that they transferred the warts. <laughs> like, it's, it's going to be fine. Um, and that didn't happen at all. At all. Yeah, well, um, so warning to next um, team who wins the Stanley Yeah, which up. is going to be an American team mm-hmm. because Canada is out again. Yes. Uh, don't go to the fucking White House yeah. as long as Trump is there. Yeah. Oh, also, don't fucking do it. it. As an interruption, we have determined um, how a Canadian team will actually get the Stanley Cup. <laughs> um, like we've we've determined yeah. that it could happen. It's going to take um, some time. Yeah, if, if Donald Trump decides to um, become a dictator and not yeah, leave office, which could stay stay forever, and like all all of the American teams could end up visiting the White House, yeah, and then none of them will ever get the cup again. Yeah, and then it will only be Canadian. It will teams. only be Canadian. So there is hope for you, Canadian teams. You just got to wait it out for a while. Yeah, for maybe like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty twenty years. years. <laughs> God, we'll all be dead by then. Um, so anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think we had a little bit of hope the first couple games. We like barely lost, but we haven't been able to score all season. Like all of our games have been like yeah, how many two goals or three goal games. It's pathetic. I think we scored like four goals in the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah. I've been seeing some really nasty it's salty really tweets bad. about how, um, two of the goalies have now gotten assists. Yeah. Which is more <laughs> points than any of the Penguins have. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. Philip Grubauer, same number of points as Sidney Crosby. Crosby in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it, it was just really bad. Like it was, I I don't know who this team was. I think like we're gonna save up a whole episode. I think for talking about. But Good Branson, my he scored feel- a goal. Good Branson scored Yay. a goal. I might have to eat my words on Good Branson. Those are the only words I will be eating <laughs> because Jack fucking Johnson continues to be a giant fucking anchor around that team's neck, and I fucking hate him. I hate him. I hope he gets eaten by a shark this summer. Oh I really do. I no, hope he gets eaten by a shark. You that people get eaten by a shark. Yes, like, that is really disproportionate. No, it's not. You could you could hope that he decides to have a career change. You could I hope, hope I hope he gets footwork and all like his he... toenails fall off and he can't ice skate anymore. <laughs> it's not like he did anything intentionally bad. Maybe he did. Penguins. Maybe he did. Wow. He existed. He has no self-awareness. He is your average mediocre white dude who doesn't realize how <laughs> mediocre he is. And he thinks he deserves his $5 million a year contract on oh. an NHL team wow. where he does he, not need to be. Oh my goodness, we have really opened up the window. <laughs> anyway, I thought I was not emotional <laughs> well, about this I, anymore. One of us is humane and does not hope that he gets eaten by a shark. 
whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't give me one of the San Jose sharks. sharks, and then maybe you'd enjoy it. You don't <laughs> know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't know. You okay, can go off and be a boy well, toy instead of playing on my team. Well, I, okay, that would be better. Yeah. So there. Um. um oh, but you know what? I didn't ask you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your pithy phrase, Mary? <laughs> to oh, God. Sum up, to sum up the series. My pithy phrase: <laughs> the one time shorter was better. <laughs> one time please, please explain <laughs> <laughs> so normally you know it's you you hear a lot of girls say yeah. you know it's not length it's not the size that matters you know all that stuff no shorter is better like get this thing over with this is this is done okay. we're over it yeah so, yeah so mary what mary is saying is she's glad that unlike the cap series it didn't go to seven games it didn't go to seven games time. yeah it double overtime it, yeah. it was over as short as it could have been i think honestly after game two even the penguins would have given up and gone home if they could have if there had been a way for them to not play four games i think they would have yeah they really just didn't look like they were i think it. this is like me and my own you know thoughts and whatever and and me just being really concerned, honestly, with, like, the management of that team right now and fucking old man Jim Rutherford. Well, you know, Mary, it has the best blue line that Rutherford The best blue line that they've ever ever had. That they've ever had, ever. (laughs) I just want to point out, before I get into, like, my my analysis here, is that um, he, Rutherford used to be the GM for the Canes, right? And they won a cup with him as GM. He immediately then, in Carolina, went and undid, like, all the, like, trends in the team that had gotten them the cup made them bigger and slower and then they sucked for a very very long time until he left and they started like undoing all that shit and now they're back in the stanley cup playoffs and they're doing well so then he came to pittsburgh and he got us two cups and then immediately started to undo all those fast awesome speedy things he did and make us bigger and slower so here's a question um how long did it take for the canes to recover like 10 years yeah yeah i'm just saying really long time a really long time. So you know, Mario, if you're if you're listening to this, and you know he listens to us because he's like you know one of our first fans, whatever. Um, fucking do, fire him, please. I do have his ornament on my Christmas tree. See, so he there's a connection, right? Right. No, I'm a Caps fan. So anyway, it's just it's bad. But basically, like the team never meshed all year because you know Jim was making all these nonsense, like rash, last minute threatening trades just to do shit to do shit's sake, and they never gelled. And I think. I honestly think that at some point, the core of the team, so, you know, Sid and Gino and all those guys basically were like, fine, whatever, we'll make playoffs to keep our streak going because it's something that we can do. But, like, this is not happening for us this year. And you almost have to think that they knew that they weren't going to win the Cup. And perhaps they could have made it through the first round. Maybe. Maybe they could have, but, you know, at what cost? At what cost to your physical well-being? Right. And also, I think, like, getting swept, it would really force more changes and yes like and hopefully in the right way so maybe i'm hoping i'm hoping (laughs) somehow that like sid is gonna like go to mario and be like fucking do something like this is hideous you know and and i'm glad that they honestly didn't batter themselves to death against the islanders because our our two decent defenders were already injured playing injured like i'm glad they didn't break themselves more just for us to lose in the second round if we managed to get there like just fine pull the plug just be done I think another significant development from this series um, is Mary's personal growth. Yes. So I, <laughs> y'all know my my superstitions about these guys. I wouldn't um, well, make it. Okay. We, I think superstition is putting it mildly. Like Mary can't even watch the game. No, like, I don't. She doesn't watch the game. No. Like she... So so when I started watching, I don't think we've told, talked about this on the podcast, but when I first started watching hockey um, a couple years ago is when I actually started playing hockey. And... Um, I figured out, like, I actually sat down one night and, like, actually plotted this out on a calendar. The <laughs> nights that I skated myself, this gives you insight the same nights they had games, they won. 
So I'd be like, all right, I'm here doing my part. They're going to win tonight. And like most of the time they would. So I'm like, okay, this is all right. This is a superstition. And then like, you know, if I watched games, they'd start losing. So I stopped watching games like this, this, I swear to God, this is true. Like if I'm in the office at the rink and a game is on, like, you know, the team I'm rooting against will score goals or like the instant I leave the team I want will like, I mean, actually, actually, I, I think that whenever you turn on the Caps games, they, they scored scoring goals. Seriously, every time like this happens, like if I turn on a Caps game, like they could be down a million points. The instant I turn it on, like this happened three or four times this past season. The instant I did, Ovechkin would score a goal. Maybe it's just because he's the top scorer, Gross, whatever. the top goal scorer I think it's in the NHL. Of me. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe it's because he has a so, little skill, Mary. Anyway, I didn't watch a single Penguins game this season. Like, yes, I would like, follow it. I can't it. believe that she's taking credit for his scoring prowess. It's, like, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's not him. It's not him <laughs> and his abilities. It's me watching the games. Um, you're welcome, Caps fans. No, so, like, I didn't watch a Penguins game this season. Like, I didn't go to one in person because the last couple I've been to in person, they've lost. Like, I didn't check their scores on Twitter because that would, like, you know, skew things. But well, you did check them in other If areas. I checked it on Tumblr, it's allowed somehow. I don't don't question my insanity. And then sometimes I, I would, out of spite, I would text her She would. Scores. She would. Just she would. Yep. Yep. Because if I know them, then it'll be bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> It's just insanity, right? It's it's complete crazy pants, and I know that. But basically, I've decided that, like, all of my, like, superstitions meant nothing this year because they still sucked, and they never meshed as a team, and they lost by getting swept in the first round. So I'm, like, I am throwing them all away. Next season, I will, be, I will be a new woman and a new fan. And that just means I'm going to be more obnoxious, honestly, because <laughs> I'm going to be watching, like, all of them. Just all the time. Well, and this all, I mean, Mary isn't going to be any less stressed out about the outcome no. of the game. So now she's just going to watch and, and be, be stressed, stressed out. out. Yeah. So she'll still kind of be like nauseous and probably yeah. difficult to deal with and annoying. Probably. But yeah. But like just with firsthand knowledge. Yeah. But first-hand jokes on, real-time jokes knowledge. on Leah. Cause I asked her if she would go to a Penn's game when they're in DC next season. And she said she no, would. We're going hap- we're, we're to do it. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. We'll do it in honor of our birthday or something. We will. It'll be yeah. a real life rivalry series. It will. The two of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. I know. I'll, I'll protect Mary. I'll be your cage, Mary. There you go. You got to save I'll me. Be just like, I'll just be scary. like Pierre and I'll be your cage. Ugh, or I'll like come in no, first. If you're like, like Pierre, you're going to have to like make creepy comments at me all night. And I don't know. Yeah. Like age is just a number, Mary. Ew. <laughs> or, or if you decide to gloat and go stand on the portrait gallery steps, um, I'll just like throw shit at you. <laughs> so nice yeah, I, will. I am i am so so nice incredibly nice yeah. um i'm trying to think about whether or not there's anything else that we want to talk about for the playoffs i mean so. the second round is underway and we'll talk about that we'll talk about that later we'll talk about that later so i will i do want to thank the tampa bay lightning for doing what i needed them to do for the first time in their lives ever because they also got swept in the first round you know but you know <laughs> you know what they did or you know who they didn't come through for their fans they did not come through for their fans yeah so i'm just i'm just selfishly glad because they are like the best team ever to exist on paper and had the most points ever and they got swept the same time the penguins did so people were basically talking about that instead of mocking the penguins yeah i remember so i remember feeling sorry for the blue jackets i was like oh Oh, they're gonna lose. Yeah, I was watching the first game and I they yeah. they went down three nothing and I was like, yeah. can they just like end this now? I mean, yeah, just, it's just gonna just be mercy like mercy kill them lightning. It's fine. And then what the fuck? That's not what happened. No, it was crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. I know my my theory on that is that so the Blue Jackets they went all in at the trade deadline and everyone was making fun of them mm-hmm. because like you know even with all of their fancy talent and whatever they weren't really 
Well, they've they, never won a series before. Yeah, well, they had never won a series before, but even with the addition of all the new players, they were like, they kind of went on a bit of a downward spiral. I mean, they, were, they came in as a wild card. Yeah, so and, they then, almost and then they kind the of turned it on towards the end of the series. Yeah. So, like, I think, like, not that people overlooked it, but they acquired an incredible amount of talent at the trade deadline. And, like, if all of that starts to work... Right at the right click, time. At the right time. Like, they're they are stacked. They're probably, yep. more, like, more stacked than almost any other team. Yeah. Like, maybe aside from the and, Lightning. And, yeah. <laughs> well, we've talked about this before, yeah. too. It is all about, well, A, don't win the President's Trophy. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. fucking do you it know. if you want the Cup. Just yeah. don't do it. And we, we never thought that the Lightning would actually win the cup i did not yeah i mean we like like if you've listened to previous episodes we just kind of keep making fun of them because like i'm a caps fan and i've seen this movie before and i'm like yeah yeah, it doesn't matter you can like win you could win all the games you could win all 82 fucking games not gonna happen happen. well yeah because it's all about timing like you have to click and you have to be on fire and every player on your team has to be on fire at the same time at just the right time yeah and also i mean anyone who watches hockey knows that there's regular season hockey and there's playoff yep. hockey, and they're two entirely yes. different things. So you cannot play good regular season hockey and expect to make it far in the playoffs. Right. Like the playoffs are next it's not level. Not going to work that way. You have to like they're punishing, and you have to be willing to play with both of your legs broken into a million pieces. Yeah, basically. they're like, like it's they're the intensity is off the charts. I mean that's why it's so much fun to watch is mm-hmm. because it's that intense and amazing. Leah just likes the blood sport. I do not like the blood sport. Fighting and there's broken bones everywhere. I don't like it. It's part of the game. Just appreciate it. (laughs) Like I just wouldn't like it as much if it wasn't there anymore. I don't like I don't like permanent injury. (laughs) Oh so if it's a temporary injury it's okay. Because they'll yeah, get better, right? Like if your bones like repair. I mean, I think <laughs> I, I think the problem. I, I the problem. I think that my problem. This isn't is, like Harry Potter where they break a bone and then we can like just fix like, it real quick. Yeah, no, I I know, I know. I mean, I I think the problem is is that I've had so many concussions. Like I've had at least four or five. Yeah, Leah's like, yeah, whatever. No, through. and it's a big, it's a big deal. Like it's a really no, really, it's a super big deal. It's a super big deal. Um, but I think that having like had that experience and being like okay, I don't take it as seriously. But concussions are such that you never know how it will end up so right so it could be like I remember I went to um, my coaching seminar and it was they, they said well it could be like a few days or it could be never yeah. and I think that I was fortunate that I forever. I didn't have one of those concussions right. that was a that impacted me permanently right. and seriously forever but some people do and so we have yeah. to take it seriously right. and it's not it's like e- like even as someone who's had concussions you can't you can't feel like oh I was fine because right. it's not it's not fine right. for a lot of people I yeah. mean it's I think it's one of those things too where like players don't make the best decisions because you and I have both done this with much much milder injuries yeah. <laughs> you know like we have both been injured and like had bruised ribs or screwed up knees or hips or like weird bad ankles or whatever and like should have not been playing and yet our dumbasses were out there playing anyway because it wasn't that bad and we yeah. wanted to play yeah and, and even and then we're not even competing for anything yeah like, even if we, these are like, meaningless scrimmages that no one yeah. keeps score in even so like who cares yeah. but, but we just kind of do it because there. we love it so yeah. i mean i don't necessarily think the players are being forced to do anything and i think that even if like i i mean probably the only thing the nhl could do is be like you are not allowed allowed to play yeah if but then, I mean, honestly, like, how many of these teams would even have enough players to put on the ice to feel the team? Yeah. Because they're all so broken by this point in the season. Like, there's nothing left. It would be fascinating yeah. to see how that would all shake out. It's like, here are your five people who are still standing. Um, good luck. Yeah, that's why I really don't care that much when they release the postseason injuries. I'm like, everyone is injured. Literally everybody. Everyone is injured. Literally everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. My, um... I mean, we kind of got angry already, but... Yeah. What else is injured? What else is injured? 
women's hockey is super injured. Oh, God. <laughs> Our respect for the CWHL is really injured. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. I think that, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I mean, we've talked about this we've before. We've talked about it a lot. The CWHL I mean, is closing down. And actually, like tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last so day. So, as of May 1st. Yep. Um, I saw something about um, the you know what's going to happen in the future because we had been noting that there hadn't really been anything in the news about what is actually going to happen right. and where the 150 players who are effectively without teams will go, and I think that they're waiting until the league actually officially, is officially is closed yeah. to make an announcement. So I think that we should be hearing something relatively soon. So. Um, but. For those of you who don't know, there's been a fire sale of CWHL assets because they have to pay creditors. Yep. And um, it's just been And apparently sad. it's a requirement as part of, like, the bankruptcy proceedings or, like, the shutdown proceedings they're going through. Yeah, they I'm not they sure have they... to list all of their stuff for auction. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they have to list it for auction. Or just have to sell it or... I don't know. Regardless, yeah, I don't think I don't think they are obligated to auction it. I think they're probably ob- obligated to, get, to try and get, get money for get it. Get money for it, but um, um, the the first thing the first we saw of this was individual CWHL teams were having mm-hmm. auctions of jerseys and and like um, equipment too, like all sorts of random stuff. Yeah, I didn't see the equipment, maybe, but maybe it was because I wasn't paying attention to the equipment and I was more interested in the yeah. jerseys. And so at first I was kind of thinking, Oh, you know, that would be really cool. I'm going to buy a jersey of a player that I follow yeah. or something like that. Um, and then I saw one of the players, um, she said, Hey mom, buy my Jersey. And I was like, what, what, you know? And yeah. And you don't really think that people's family members could be wanting to buy these things to, or that, or that know. the players wouldn't have been able to take their own jerseys with them. Like, cause think about it. They left for the season thinking, okay, our teams and our, I'm assuming our equipment managers are going to be managing all our stuff. They'll clean it. We'll come back next season. It'll all be here waiting for us. And then while half of them are overseas at Worlds, you know, it's like surprise, we're closing. And also, also, side note, we're selling your shit. It's pretty shocking. I mean, yeah, it's I, bad. It's really bad. And, and I didn't realize, I also didn't. I just wasn't quick, and I didn't draw the connection between them trying to generate money to pay league creditors with the auction. I thought maybe the money would be going to the players. I didn't know. Well, what, I didn't know what would be happening to it. But anyways, the money is going to pay league creditors. And apparently, even though the NHL gave a hundred thousand dollars, which is actually double on top of, of yeah, on top of its promised fifty thousand dollar contribution to pay player salaries, they still haven't paid the players or bonuses so all the right. players have been paid their salary but bonuses not not so much right and um and i just i hate the optics of it because um someone who was organizing the cwhl auction was like oh bid on these items so that the players can get their 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 bonuses and at first blush that sounds good but when you think about what they're actually doing it's not i mean right. is the money actually going to go to the players like can we actually trust well there's that and then there's the fact that like the the biggest bombshell of all is that they were auctioning off the league trophies yeah. so it would be the equivalent of auctioning off the art ross or the ted Lindsay or the rocket richard trophy the stanley cup like, yeah or I the Nor- the norris the only reason um I, Adrian Clarkson um, established the Clarkson Cup, and I believe it belongs to her. And mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason they didn't oh, try probably, to auction yeah. that. Yeah. So, so anyways. Um, I mean, honestly, it might not have stopped them there because they also tried to auction another privately owned trophy. Yes. Um, so, um, so anyways, like going back a little bit, it was on Friday night that um, someone wrote an article on Hockey and Society about um, the importance of trophies and how 
Um, they're they're important for public memory so mm-hmm. that you don't forget the legacies of the players, and it's especially important for women because I think women's achievements in sports tend to get right erased and they're and marginal marginalized, and so trophies I think might even be more important. Oh, yeah, you know, to make sure. sure that people don't forget right. that there are these amazing female athletes doing these things. Um, so. Um, yeah, so it comes out that they are auctioning off the trophies, the Angela James Bull and the Jaina Hefford. Angela James is the top scorer trophy, um, Angela James Bull, top scorer, and then Jaina Hefford is MVP. So they were auctioning them off with starting bids of like $15,000. Yeah. And then they were auctioning off like best defenders. So it would be like the Norris Trophy and like Coach of the Year, so like the Jack Adams Award, NHL equivalent. And, right. And I, I was just, that was just like insane. I was like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, did you go to the auction site and to see the fucking trophies there? It yeah. It just, it was appalling. Like, like they were a piece, they like they were trinkets or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, and, and when you look at the whole thing, it'd be like, okay, so here are some game-worn jerseys, fine. Here are some framed <laughs> pictures. Yeah, that's another game-worn yeah, jersey. Like, that's another here are, here are some framed pictures that were randomly hanging in someone's office. Like, here's some other random shit that we found someplace. And, oh, also, here are the trophies. Like, it was just so fucking bizarre and, like, just misplaced and very disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like we're going to sell... It's like some individual person should be able to have that in a private right. collection, like and and no. not and not right. so that the public remembers right. these players' and I accomplishments. Just... So yeah, it was it was pretty insane, and it, I mean that was really really shocking. So then, um, like I was like, I I emailed the um, the Hockey Hall of Fame because I was like, are you buying any of this stuff? What's happening? And so someone actually wrote back. I was surprised, and they said that they. They couldn't buy them because of their nonprofit status, and this has been in news stories. But that, and and then also they mentioned the Angela James Bowl because that had been taken off of mm-hmm. the auction. And I was like, "What happened to the Angela James Bowl? Is that going to be? Is that lost forever? Did right, where did they go? Do something with that?" But it turns out that that was owned by um, a private individual, and so the Hockey Hall of Fame told me that it was going to be returned to that person. But they were optimistic that it could one day end up in the in the Hall of Fame. But how fucking incompetent is that? Oh, so it's either it's yeah. one of two things. So it's either you're incompetent and you don't realize that it's someone's privately owned trophy that you have to give back to them if you're not using it for its intended purpose. Or B, how fucking shady and, like, criminal is it that, like, maybe they did know it was privately owned and they tried to fucking auction it anyway? Yeah, I, I Like, either no way, idea. it's bad. And so I did, I, I emailed the league um, to see whether or not they, like, what they could tell right. us about why why it was that they decided to auction like something that didn't belong to them. Yeah. I mean, maybe, and I was thinking, okay, maybe it was because the person who owned it mm-hmm. was okay with it and then had a change of heart. But, you know, I mean, I think that's probably the less likely scenario right. because I think the CWHL probably would have said something about that or it would have come out in the news because that would have been better PR for yeah. them. But, um, you know, of course the league didn't write back and it's not going to because no. it's shutting down tomorrow. They and um, And also amongst journalists who cover the league, apparently it's been like radio silence from the board of directors about what's happening. So, so shitty yeah. and irresponsible. So they haven't answered questions. Like they, they said that their model was financially unsustainable, but given that they are trying to fire sale things like trophies, it shows how desperate they are. And it shows that um, it shows that it was, it was not not because it was a financially unsustainable model, but likely because it was mismanaged. I mean, right? And see that what I get really angry about is that literally up until the instant this this announcement of their their closure happened, like they were putting out so much press about how great the CWHL did this year, about how attendance was up, how viewership was up, how they made all this money, how they had nothing but bigger and better, more beautiful things waiting to come, and then all of a sudden they just 
flipped off the light switch and suddenly, oh, no, sorry, the business model's bad and not sustainable. Yeah, it's like, that's something that you probably like, no, you probably knew about that, like, like a while ago, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, um, so that, that's pretty, that, that was pretty crazy. Like, I, I think it speaks volumes that they, that the people who are supposed to be trying to grow the game right. and, and being, because it was a nonprofit and people who were involved in running the league were supposed to be p- people who are really big proponents of the game. Right. But to have them run it like this is just, I think that makes it even more painful. It's not like it was a bad business. It was like people had kind of invested their heart and soul into it. Um, and then the other thing that we uncovered about, not well, we didn't uncover this, but the other thing that we saw about the auction was that some of the jerseys that they were auctioning off, um, specifically one belonging to Marie-Philippe Poulain and then one one um, apparently a Caroline Ouellette, um jersey, um, they were actually not ever, they didn't ever belong to those players. And they weren't advertised as game-worn, but they were also not, they also didn't have numbers that the players ever wore. Right. And so apparently their name plates got sewn on to these other random other, jerseys. Other jerseys. And I think maybe one or both of them were signed by the players, so they were autographed. But they weren't, like, anyone buying the jerseys would have thought that they at oh, one point Especially when they're, when they're sandwiched in amongst all these other authentic game-worn jerseys. Like, you're going to assume, okay, this is more of the same thing, right? So again, it's just, it's... Even if it's not an outright lie, it was duplicitous. It was shady. You know, it was not being completely upfront and totally honest about what's going on, which is just apparently a history of the board now. Like, it makes me go back and look at everything they've ever said or out any of their plans and doubt it. And it makes me think about anything they might possibly say in the future and not want to believe it. Right. I mean, I think that everybody should kind of be on guard and think of it. And especially, I'm sure the players are, I think that they were really upset that the yeah. memorabilia was being sold. But, I mean, they have to kind of be a little gun-shy at this point, too, right. given everything that has come to pass. So, so yeah, I mean, it's hard to really, it's hard to really trust that they're, right. you know, they're going to do right by the players. I mean, the other, the other thing is that... Um, like journalists have said that the board was notoriously like difficult to get a hold of and provide answers and things like that and it it just wasn't transparent and I think like I've been reflecting on this a lot and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that um and and we're guilty of this too Mm -hmm. we don't want to be overly critical of the league and of professional women's hockey and how it's run because they take enough shit in the media people are always it's like oh it's not good enough like the the level of play isn't good enough blah 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 and and we don't want to detract from that but at the same time I kind of wonder whether whether like treating the organization with kid gloves and accepting a lack of transparency ultimately contributed to some of these problems I mean I think the ultimate contributor is just that mainstream media never covered right women's hockey and gave it the credit that it deserved but I don't really think it helped that this company or, or that this organization was allowed to be in such poor financial health. And, I mean, just, and the players and GMs right. didn't even just know. Just think about, so I just keep thinking about like, you know, the senators and Melnick and like how shitty that organization is right now and how the, the ownership and the, the team management are, are doing such a shitty fucking job with that team and its money and how much nonsense and how much pushback they get from media about it. Like <laughs> and they the are Simpsons. Question- <laughs> yeah, even the fucking Simpsons yeah. are like up their ass now. Like, yeah. you know, they get nothing but headaches. Like, Melnick, what the fuck are you doing? On a daily basis, as he should. And like like Leah said, we were guilty of it too. Like, we didn't want to do that because women's hockey has it hard enough already. Yeah. You know, we wanted to be supportive and helpful. But at the same time, like, if someone's fucking around, like, 
I think the fair right thing to do is to ask them why they're fucking around. Yeah, and, and also if, if like a GM, if an NHL GM were just like, I'm not answering any of those questions like all the time, people like, would be like, like uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, that's yeah. not how that happens. You'd have like a million reporters right. like, you know, knocking down their door and right. holding them accountable. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, I think that it's a, an important lesson is that right. there's a fine line between not wanting to shit all over something, but on the other hand, like treating it with kid gloves right. and ultimately contributing kind of in a roundabout way to, I just keep thinking about like, you know, success. if you're, if you're a parent or if you're coaching somebody, like you don't help people be better by only telling them how great and wonderful and awesome they are. You know, like you have to say, these are places you need to improve and you can do it in a nice way. You can do it in a helpful way. But you you have to do it. It's true. And speaking of which, um, we can we can talk about the NWHL plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So NWHL plans. So we already talked a couple episodes ago about how they had this bullshit sudden plan to expand into Canada as soon as the CWHL announced they were folding. They now have this new genius idea where they're trying to get some steam, I guess, for expanding into Seattle. And I don't know if it's a league. I know it's being led by a player. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't remember. Um, so there's a player who's leading the charge. She's from that area. And then there's also right. uh, like a bunch of people who have coalesced around right. her to bring the NWHL to Seattle. So, Probably dovetailing with the yeah. NHL so, so expansion. I And again, we've talked about this before, but I, I feel like... When your business model or when your business is not as perfect as it can be in every area that already exists currently, you don't need to think about expanding, you know? So the NWHL has a lot of the same issues the CWHL did. You know, you cannot get competitive parity across the teams because people are going to go play where they can get a fucking job and not necessarily where they're drafted. You need to increase the talent pool so that you can have a more competitive team. You need to get viewership up. You need to have fucking decent broadcasts so people can find your games and watch them. You know, you need to work out some sort of billet system. You need to be able to pay people a living wage so they don't have to work a full-time job and then also try to play hockey full-time. You know, like these are all big foundational issues you have to solve in order to make your teams successful, your players successful, your league successful. So until you fix shit some of those things pick one of those things to solve maybe don't also extend those same problems to a new league all the way across the country yeah even. where like, yeah where players are going to have to travel right like, from coast to coast so and now you're adding even legit even more logistical challenges i mean even getting from even like i i just think about the riveters trying to get yeah. out to um Minnesota. Minnesota. Like, yeah, that was a giant nightmare. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, and the WNBA still has problems with that yep. too. I mean, they still have issues with, with travel because they can't book charters. Yeah. They have to fly. They don't have a, a private jet. Yeah. They can just, you know, call up whenever they want. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like on the one hand, you want to build on enthusiasm. Yeah, absolutely. But on, but on the other hand, I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine being a player and thinking and not getting paid and then being like, oh, and now I have to fly to Seattle for a right. game? Like, and now what? I have to take a what? week off of work yeah. to fly out for this game. Yeah, and, and, and it's not as if they're going to be able, they're not going to have a lot of time. Right. They're probably going to have to fly commercial, so it's yeah. just going to be, you know, a, a much, much bigger yeah. hassle and headache. And then that also is another, kind of leads us to another um, NWHL issues. So it looks like they're expanding their season to 24 games. It was, um, I think it was 16 or 18 before. Yeah, I'm going to say 18. Be, 
now it's going to be 24. And so, you know, it's it'll be interesting to see whether or not the pairs get played more, um, whether or not rosters are going, right. going to expand because CWHL rosters were actually a little bit larger than NWHL rosters, I think by like maybe three players. So it'll be interesting to see whether they expand. Right, because to teams for, already right now with right. the shorter season already have issues with some of their players can't make games because, again, they have day jobs they can't take time off from because they have to get paid so they can live. You know, so if you're now adding even more games, it's not like they just go to their boss and say, oh, yay, sorry, I got, you know, a game in Seattle I got to go take a week off for. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to know, like, what the league's plans are for addressing those issues. Do we they just have plans? Yeah, we just don't know. I mean, I think that's that's part of the issue is that we, we just don't know. And I don't even know how the players feel about it because I think that, you know, I mean, if I were a player, I would probably be right. like, somewhat tight-lipped and I would let the Players Association speak on my behalf and so so I don't I haven't really seen anything from the players association I mean I think that if it's if it's something that the players want and they're okay with and I feel like that's that's good I, guess I again I, I this whole CWHL thing has just made me very cynical and mistrusting of their abilities not necessarily like their enthusiasm or their desires or you know their you know intentions but their abilities to pull things off because I just I keep thinking about so you know the last expansion team we're all probably familiar with is, is Vegas right, right. Um, and it was a massive success because the league was set up to make them that way so that you wouldn't create a team in the desert where there's no existing hockey market and then have them flounder and die and suffer. Like, they got to pick. Much like they did during their penalty kill. Right. Oh. Four goals, four minutes. Yeah, four, four, four. Um, but, like, they got to pick any player they wanted, basically, from every team in the league. You know, they got a shit lot of really high draft picks. Yeah, I want my people To back. not pick. I want my person back. To not pick other people. We all want our people back. Like, nobody gave away people yeah. they wanted to give away. Like, we gave away a lot of shit. We gave away, like, our great backup goalie and also some really high-level picks. Yeah. Like, I want that shit back. Like, so I don't, you know, the NWHL... Yeah, God, I don't even want to think about what's going to happen, like, with oh my God, right? draft. If they are not saving fucking JJ to give away to Seattle... Oh, they're not going to take him. They're going to do something. They're going to work it out. They're not going to take him. They better take him. I know. They have, they have a choice. Why would they give take him? Give him JJ and DeShit. Take them both. Why would they Bye. do that? Why? I don't know. DeShit's amazing, right? JJ's the best defenseman we've ever had. Yeah, he's part of the best blue line. Oh, God. Anyway, like the the NWHL doesn't have the capabilities to do that, right? Like they don't have, they can't poach people from, you know, existing teams because again, they have, these women have to have day jobs, right? But they have to have day jobs. So it's not just like surprise, you 20 people are now going to move to Seattle because they they can't make them do that, you know? So where are you going to find these people? Where are you going to find these people for the other two teams they're trying to expand to this season? Yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the CWHL players are potentially considering, especially I'm maybe sure. playing in the Canadian League if nothing comes to fruition, because I think I think people, I think a lot of them probably don't want to be without a team. They don't want right, to be able to not play. Right, of course. This is something they love to do. But, but still, you know, I don't know. It remains to be seen. Um, yeah. I, I think probably, maybe so we can end on... <laughs> Like, will we call it a happy note? No, a less a angry note. Yeah, like, or a more amusing note. Um, we, we will now transition to talking about ourselves. Yes. Our favorite thing to do. I know. Um, i I'm going to talk about myself. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> FYI, I have a 37-mile-per-hour wrist shot. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, oh, my God. I know. Be afraid, everyone. Like, be really afraid. Look, I feel like that would still hurt. Uh, I don't think, no, it wouldn't hurt. I feel like it would. I mean, I think that if... I feel like getting hit by a 30-mile-per-hour like, car would not feel great. 
Probably not. Probably not. I so mean, a puck is in a small location. I mean, it's concentrated. Like when I get my slap shot down, people just better watch out. Look, let's be real. We've been hit <laughs> by some pucks fired by some of the guys we skate with, who we know are not doing it very hard, and we could still feel it. It was not fun. Yeah. It was not a great I experience. Guess it's not, not like it happened, and I'm like, whoo. Like, it's not great. I guess. Whatever. It's but whatever. anyways... Yeah, someone brought a radar to our um, radar gun. A radar gun. We're getting we're getting legit. Now. Yeah, we're getting legit. So, so yeah. Now I know. Now I know how fast my wrist shot is. I'm waiting. I mean, for, I think I could do it harder. So like just like 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 table that and maybe like in I'm a waiting few, for our coach to move like, on from using the radar gun to clock our shots to clocking our skating. Oh, That's well, what I'm waiting for. Well, we could do that like with a simple stopwatch. Like you could kind of clock your lap or whatever. It would be more humiliating to see how few miles per hour you were skating. I think. You think so? I don't oh, yeah, because I can see, like, seconds and be like, oh, I did something in seconds. That's great. But then I'm like, I did something in, like, point, you know, it's like point oh 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 one miles per hour. Like, I would feel bad about myself. Well, it would be in seconds. Like, they, you, would, you would get clocked in seconds. Like, how many? Like, the fastest skater competition. Yeah, I would feel bad. You could do your 13-second lap. Okay. <laughs> My 13-second lap would be, like... <laughs> Blue line to blue line. And I don't mean like around the rink, blue line yeah. to blue line. I mean like between the blue lines. Well, I did something reckless. Be like the neutral zone. Do you want to know what I did? did? What did you do? Oh, that was reckless. So I um I played um two on two against um two like sixteen year old boys no. without gear on. That was really dumb. I had a helmet and gloves. That was really reckless. It was bad. It was bad. I that know. was legit. Like I went out there for a stick and puck a while ago, and they were just like shooting pucks, and it was fine. And the instant, the instant they started scrimmaging, I took my ass off the ice. Yeah. They were in gear. I didn't want to die. Yeah, because they'll kill you. Yeah, so it was me. It was me and this this guy who's like in his fifties who's coming back from a broken ankle. <laughs> it was us against like in no gear against yeah like, against the children in yeah. their gear. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. No. It was. It was. was this one of the, Was this was one of the children the one who made the uh, the junior caps? No, no, no. Okay, no. I mean, he. Yeah, no, no. They were like kind of. They were older and a little bit beefier than that. Oh well, see, that's even worse, Leah. Yeah. The other one's at least small and scrawny and might not like la- actually launch you into space. Potentially, I mean, could happen. If you, oh, the other the other development is that like um, I'm just like Sydney Crosby, totally like okay, Sydney Crosby. Just, just I'm like not him. even joking about this. Like <laughs> this is legit. So um, for those of you who are not like Mary and like obsessed with Sydney Crosby, I mean, I feel like most people who follow hockey know, but like his. He, um, he's, I mean, he practices everything. Oh, he's like obsessive compulsive. Yeah. So, um, he, he practiced Mm -hmm. his backhand shot so much that it was like just as good, if not better than his forehand. I don't know if I would say better. I would say just as Well, and he also, this, the curve on his stick is very, very minimal because he wants to be able to take backhand shots. Right. That he, like he can. So, yeah. So anyways, we were, you know, doing this drill where we had to, we were supposed to be hitting targets using our backhand kind of from And there's, okay, there are these, there are these, we need to get a picture of these things up because I hate them. So we have these metal, what we call cowbell targets, which I can hit, which are fine. They make a loud noise. More cowbell. Yeah. Our coach got these dumb little, they're like half circle green flat plastic things. Yeah, they're things. Like a little bit bigger than semi-circles. Yeah. And they, and they magnetically attach to the, to the net they are impossible to fucking hit. I have never hit one of these shits, whether they're on the top of the crossbar, whether they're on the side post, whether they're like literally sitting on the ice, barely magnetized to the thing. I have never once hit one of these shits. Ever. They're horrible and I hate them. I feel them. like you've hit one before. Never. Never? When I skated up to collect pucks and deliberately knocked one down to try to make myself feel better, yes. Otherwise, it, no. I mean, it would have been bad if it like didn't even fall off. Bench. It would have been really bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyways, we were doing this drill and, and I was, um, it was me and this guy who was like really good. I think that he might've, he definitely like played at some very high level and he's like really he's, snooty now. He's the one, well, no, he's the one who almost murdered me like during, during the game. And Is he like, the one who's scared of you? No, he's the one who hit me and I flew into the air and I landed on my back and my head bounced off the ice. <laughs> oh, him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, him. Yeah. that's why you so, wear your gear, by the way. Well, it didn't happen this time. I'm like better now. Okay, Mary. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we were practicing and, um, and, and like we were doing these shooting drills and, and like, it wasn't like necessarily going so well cause we were practicing like skating in and mm-hmm. like getting a pass and then like shooting quick. And, and so that was like not the best. And then, um, and then our coach was like, now let's, why don't we try a backhand shot? So I was like, you know, fuck. I mean, come Getting on. Backhand. Come on. <laughs> fucking backhand. But yeah, well anyways, as it turns out, my backhand is far better than my, my forehand. And I actually like hit a bunch of the targets and it was, it was weird. It was like, everyone was really surprised. They were like, what is this? Like, what is happening? I know it was, it was like genuine surprise. I mean, I was surprised cause it's not like I like stand around <laughs> practicing. I would backhand. be shocked if I hit one of those things. So yeah. I believe you. I mean, but it wasn't even like, um, my forehand is so bad that my backhand was marginally like better. It was like actually good. So it was weird. See, so I still want to do an experiment then where we go out and we have you try to shoot left-handed then. I don't know. And see if your forehand is better that way too. I feel like I'm just, I feel like it's too You don't much know. Maybe, maybe you will like just click and be natural and it'll be like perfect. Well, you like know. Like a missing piece of when you. When I did first start skating, I did try, I tried both sticks mm-hmm. and, and like I chose to be a right-handed shot. And so for those of you who don't play. Chose poorly. I know. I probably chose poorly. Like you're. What hand your dominant hand doesn't determine which hand you shoot because like I know people who are right-handed and shoot left. Technically, it sh- well, what USA Hockey is saying is that your dominant hand should determine which way you oh, shoot. Oh, and it should be the opposite. Well, so basically, what they're saying is, so I am right-handed, but I shoot left, and what that means is that my right hand is holding the very top of the stick, right by the butt, which means that if I'm ever doing anything one-handed, I have a lot more control and dexterity oh. because I'm used to doing things with my right hand. So then if I'm doing things two-handed, <laughs> Mary's I'm doing things with my right hand. hand. Um, so anyway, then if I've got both I mean, hands making, on the stick. You were making I, I was. I, I mean, it just happens, right? It yeah, happens. I guess like, like a natural whatever. thing for her. Yeah, just, whatever. Like, whatever. Don't judge me, <laughs> Leah. So anyway, when you have two hands on the stick then, you know, obviously like your right hand is there, your, your dominant hand is on top to set up, set up, to stabilize and to like I steer hope, things. I hope and that you apply this in other areas. Maybe I will. Maybe I will, like, Leah. You're like, that wasn't even my dominant that hand. my dominant hand. Let me get two hands on that stick. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, like I, cause I tried shooting right when I very first picked things up and it just felt really weird cause my, my left hand doesn't know what the fuck to do with anything. It's like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, so that is interesting. USA hockey. So apparently like a lot of American skaters. And so you'll see that there's a really big short hand, like a shortage of left-handed people or like people who shoot left in the NHL, because for a really long time, everyone was like, Oh, you know, shoot right. If you're right-handed shoot right. Um, but now like USA hockey and a lot of coaches are saying that's completely backwards. Most people should actually be shooting left because you want your dominant hand to be on top. That's interesting because I don't think I wonder if that's newer guidance. Because, it's, it's newish. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because when I started playing, it was just kind of like, yeah, do whatever you feel comfortable yeah. doing, and I think that's one of the challenges when we're working with the kids is mm-hmm. that you don't know. Like sometimes, sometimes like they're like, and I think that's why most youth sticks are like straight, straight. so, that so they can, can just switch back and forth and do whatever. Yeah. Forth. But, but yeah, some some kids come with these like nice sticks that are curved. And I'm kind of like, mm, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, because. Cause like Johnny, Johnny right. ain't a left-handed shot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just yeah. different. So, I mean, I, I would be, I, I'm just legitimately really curious to see 
you try something with a left-handed stick now. Yeah, I mean, it might be interesting because when I, you know, when you first start out, you, I like, mean, you don't know you, anything like, you don't anyway. know what the fuck you're doing. Right. So, yeah, so now now that, it, like, I've been playing for a while, I wonder whether or not right. it how I wonder how it would feel. I'll have to, I'll have to do an experiment. I really want to know. Like, I'm legitimately curious here. Well, well, right You're going to turn into, like, a crazy, like, shooting phenomenon and, like, completely blow everyone out of the water. I don't think that. I'll yeah, be like, I, I knew her when. Well, well, I did try to use a backhand shot during our game, and it was, like, it was, like, stupid and ridiculous, and it looked, like, awful. So. <laughs> okay. I feel like everyone who tries to do a backhand shot in our game look ridiculous. So. Yeah. I know. I was, like, hoping. I was hoping for, like, the, the element of surprise, but it just didn't. It just didn't happen. It didn't work out. I was hoping. I had a two-game goal scoring streak, so I was oh, hoping you wanted to, to keep it up, it, and it, it, didn't, it didn't work. Yeah, it was Sorry. Yeah, it was wah, sad. Wah. Yeah, like the big highlight from our last game was the guy who plays like junior hockey. Um, he decided he decided to try harder because there were a lot like the the players were a lot better in our last game. So, um, so even though he was trying harder, he was still like skating down the ice like while puck juggling, and it was really obnoxious. Oh yeah, just completely showing off like it yeah. cost him nothing at all. I know. I'm like whatever, Punk whatever. Ass. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. As he's like going in college. And I hate them. Yeah, whatever. No, I still get mad. So I've been helping with tryouts this past week. And I still get angry when like all the, especially like the the upper level, like under 16 and under 18 year olds are out there doing drills and stuff. Because they look like legit actual real hockey players. Like they're doing all this shit that I, my ass will never be able to do. You look just like that, Mary. Just okay. like that. I have enough self-awareness to know that that is super not the case. Um, but it makes me want to get out on the ice and just knock them over. Not like oh. I'd be able to, because again, they're better yeah, than I am. Yeah, but I just want to go out there and just make them fall down because they it's make all me about mad. Edge control, Mary. They it is all about edge yeah, control. I know, like yeah. their edges are amazing. Yes, yeah, so you can't. And they can them move over. quick, and it's just, it just yeah. they can shoot. Yeah, FYI, FYI, we we learned also that um, European skaters they don't need to like like it's it's harder to get them off the puck mm-hmm. because they have better edge control, yep. and so that's that's the key to not getting like knocked over. Is yeah. Having, so like I don't I don't advocate for necessarily taking skating lessons before you start learning to play hockey because it's it's not necessary. Just get out there and start doing it and have fun. I will say if you want to like elevate your game, you really do need to take like specific classes on edge work. Yeah, because it does a world edge of difference. Work. Edging, gotta edging. learn your edging. Yeah, gotta practice edge. edging. Yeah, <laughs> gotta edge the other players. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, that's our that's our dirty note. That was our pathetic hockey. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? I don't think hockey. so hockey wise i don't think so all right quiet other than tryouts and nonsense and the playoffs which i guess i should start watching again maybe yeah because yay go abs yay go abs our bandwagon team all right that was random okay that was random (laughs) we'll see you next tuesday